up guys welcome to another episode of real estate podcast i don't know if i'm louder than the music <laughs> episode 175 here with griffin i'm here with trav and i'm here with adam may the odds be forever in your favor you know what i'm saying did we watch that no but they were like the 75th annual hunger <laughs> games that was the I think that was the line. I don't remember. Oh, close enough. We call my aunt. She watched them. <laughs> pause. Pause the podcast. Yeah. We watched them all. All ten of them. Uh, they're making more books, by the way. So I'm sure there's gonna be Hunger more movies. Yeah. They released uh, that sh- Susanna Collins. Ain't that her name? I don't. Know. I've got the books right here. <laughs> anyway. Hunger Games Four, still hungry. Well, there she wrote a book like that of them. takes place in the. It takes place in that universe, but it focuses on different characters. So I'm sure they're going to adapt that either into a series or yeah. a, a film. So we've got that to look forward to, I guess. Yeah, but we watched Sunshine. Oh yeah, that's right. 2007. <laughs> oh Danny boy, oh Danny boy. Uh, Alex Garland. I mean, Captain America. <laughs> yeah, Celia Murphy. I mean, fuck an Asian lady. I mean, really hot, about I, mean, I mean, Danny Boyle coming hot off of his uh, twenty-eight days letter fame. Yeah, with yeah. Celia Murphy and, and that as well. Oh yeah. Back when, back when, when he, when you saw him in the trailer, you're like, "Oh, have to watch." Yeah, what, what happened to him? Who? Cillian Murphy. The last film I watched him in was a movie called Peacock, where he played two roles. He, well, he was a guy that like he, he I believe he was. When did you see? Peacock? I don't know if it's transsexual. When it came out. It's years ago. Fucking years uh. ago. Yeah, man. And like he he dresses up like a woman, I, and he dresses up like a man. Can like makes his neighborhood think he he's got a yeah. a family when it's just him. I don't know if that was the last movie though, because he was in Inception. He was in Dunkirk. True. I didn't recognize him, but he was in these movies. Um, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Hmm. TV yeah. show he did from thirteen to nineteen. That was so Peaky Blinders, and it's over, right? Yeah, which is probably why he was gone for a little bit there. I mean, that's a yeah, that's a long time. Oh, yeah, he's going to yeah. be in a quiet place too. Yeah, he's just he's just keeping his head down and working. Yeah. Uh, so it says after the conclusion of the fourth series, he confirmed that it would take another three series. Seven in total to complete the story up to that point. Um, that's that's Peaky Blinders. So there's seven seasons total, so it's over now. Yeah, yeah. It so now he can 2009. get. Hmm. Yeah. Because he didn't really. He did Dunkirk while he did that. Yeah. He, did, he did some other things. Yeah. Trans, transcendence. But I mean, he focused mainly on on that, it feels like. Well, he's not a lead in any of the... I mean, Dunkirk, he was kind kind of, but not technically the lead. Well, like he was in Tron Legacy. Yeah. 
But he's unaccredited, so yeah, must have been a small role. I think he's a good actor. And I mean, let's face it: when we think of Dunkirk, all we think of is Tom Hardy in a plane for two hours. Yeah, right. right. What about the? Uh, there was some exquisite acted in this movie when he was trying when he fell in that suit. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, it was a little well, over I- the top. <laughs> Just a little I, bit. I kind of attributed that to like, he's like, "What the fuck else can go wrong?" Yeah. Because dude, how do you know do how you hard it would be to get up in that suit? Here's how hard <laughs> he wouldn't be able to do it. No. But he gets up, and I like yeah. the way they turn the camera as he's raising up. You yeah. can see the camera turn. It's like, oh, he's back up. He's up. Yeah. Shit, what else could go wrong? Speaking well, of. Speaking of camera, like, what about these wide-ass shots of that shit, man? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it looked great. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it still holds up. It does, man. Like, really good. And the thing about it is, is it kind of had like a, um, a kind of had a matrixy feel to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But not in, the, like, it didn't take away from it, you know? Yeah. But it did have like a matrixy, like the the way the film was shot, it wasn't white. Well, like you can see. Movies. Well, well, I also something I noticed in the movie too, the acts the aspect ratio was going off the charts, and I don't know if that was a directive choice. Like whenever they would go to the bomb, especially as they were getting closer to the sun, because they made a point to say in the beginning of the film that like the closer to the surface of the sun that they're going to get by this movie's logic the gravity of the planet's going to start warping shit. Yeah, making the, things uh, get, like time and space is going to kind of start breaking down. The simulation he was trying to do couldn't go past 42% on the mission. And then when he, I mean, but up. when, when, but when they got there though, and, and like, he's actually down there with the bomb and dealing yeah. with, you know, space Jesus there. Jesus. Uh, as he's running across that platform, if you remember, like, like it shit just starts getting weird and yeah. warping. The ceiling gets closer, then it gets stretches oh, yeah. out, then it. I could see that it was, but it's like they use the cameras, like switching in and yeah. out of ratios to fucking do it. Like I don't know, like I don't know if it was just it looked flatter one time, the, fil- then... the filmmaking of the time, or if it was gonna, you know, or if it's a trick that he was like, you know what, we'll just use that to represent what's going on. Yeah. It was still really cool. It was. And I mean it's an interesting idea. And it was to me it was more it's more of a realistic take on on space travel. Mm-hmm. Because well, like Oh sorry, go ahead. Well just the idea alone that they like make a greenhouse and that is their oxygen supply. Yeah. Like just little stuff like that where it's like okay. Oh, well, that, that that makes sense. You know what I mean. That, that's the thing, though. And and when they said, "Well, it's going to take out the comm towers," nobody yeah. thought it's also going to take out the greenhouse when it swings around. Yeah. Nobody thought of that. No. Because then you know I would have been like, no, 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 we can't do that. I mean, that would have been they'd have pulled the plug on that. Yeah. Never should have gone. Well, but if the they thing. didn't go, it wouldn't have got the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a different movie. Well, and. Probably if they wouldn't have gone, they wouldn't have been able to actually, because they said, you know, you had to approach the sun at a specific angle. Everything had to be perfect for, in order for this to actually happen. So who's to say, yeah. So who's to say that they wouldn't be able to, or that they would be able to do it if they would have approached 
at the trajectory that they originally intended. You know what I mean? I like that shot where he releases it. You yeah. can see it falling. That does the side shot of the sun. You can see it falling into mm-hmm. it. And it's going yeah. so fast, but yeah. there's still so far to go. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, yeah. This this movie was constant motion for a lot of the scenes, man. Yeah. And they, they did a good job of capturing that. They're still inside this thing, but still fucking hurtling through space at a unfathomable speed. Yeah. First problem we Ooh. run into... We were gonna go. We were gonna swing around Wong. He's decided we were gonna swing. What they call him, Trey? Trey, yeah. He was Wong in the damn. Yeah. Uh, doctor, what you call it? But uh, negative one. Uh, <laughs> he was uh, he got the math wrong, man. Yeah. He did it wrong. He triple checked. Like, he yeah. He said I double triple checked, and they were like, put him on suicide watch. He just fucked the whole mission up. Yeah, right. Um, and then here's our first like big problem. Two people got to go outside. Yeah, of Captain course. Captain America's like, I vote fucking Kappa. Yeah. Every time they said Kappa, I just pictured that little Kappa emoji. Yeah. From <laughs> Twitch. Right. Yeah. Um, um, them going out there though, he was like, we got this. They closed one of them. He was like, "Oh shit, we we got it." Well, that that was the first introduction, also to like how their spacesuits look and yeah. how interesting the design for these spacesuits were. Mm-hmm. It was it was really, and that's one of the other things that kind of grounded it in reality yeah. for me too, it because just some normal like, ass. Yeah, it, it was, was big, like this thick gold plated. It was yeah, made out of the little... same shit those panels were made out of. Yeah, yeah. And they were putting the sweatbands on them, like it's gonna get high, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but the design yeah. reminded me of Alpha from Power Rangers. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. But yeah, they go outside the spaceship and they got to fix the because for what four of the panels aren't <laughs> yep. responding mm-hmm. uh, the way that they're Stuck supposed up. to be, this, that, and the other, and um, so they go out there. The captain's like, this is my expertise. Like, I can I can do this. We can take a look at it. They float out there. They start working on it. And then they're like, the ship's like, fuck y'all. Autopilot is mm-hmm. on, bitch. Well, the mission and... was in jeopardy. <laughs> well, the ship took over. <laughs> ship's yeah. like, why, why are we cocked at 11 o'clock, man? Yeah. Yeah. And it was it's interesting how they have to play off of the... Like it, the ship can't face the sun, and you really actually see it there. Whenever the radio, the um, communication towers, like once they go outside mm. the shadow, they're just like vaporized yeah, instantly. Dude. Then it's real. Yeah. You know then what I mean? It's like, oh, oh yeah. shit. Yeah, then that's it's what. Real. Like even like, of course there are people that would that. We're not scientists, so we can't pick apart the science of this film. We could get Jeff in there. But he'll tell us why that shield would work. Them, them making them making the threat of the sun just always there. Yeah, uh, they did a really good job of that. As oh, many yeah. times as I've watched this movie, even when I revisit it again, man, like I'm still on the edge of my seat with it. Yeah, even though you know what happens. Yeah, and like... then let's not forget <clears throat> the threat of being strapped to a very large bomb. 
Yeah. The size a of a very Rhode large Island. bomb. Yeah. And if anything goes wrong, boom. And that bomb was bigger than the first fucking it bomb. It was, dude. <laughs> Whenever they got close to it, it was like, holy shit, that payload's way bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like how they show you a lot of consequence early in the film mm-hmm. uh, with with the sun, with him dropping the ranch in the water. Oh, yeah. And they him, let you know that quick. Yeah, they, they let you know all the, the greenhouse stuff. Like, Well, something I noticed uh, several viewings ago, but it was even more obvious now, when, when everyone's introduced in the movie, it's in the same scenario that kills them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Class, I mean, classic foreshadowing, but just that was something that I had picked up at one point. Too. Yeah, I was him like, putting man, his hand like, in the water. Cooling. Her with woman with the plants. Yep. You know, dude dying alone, falling towards the, you know, face of the sun. Yeah. Uh, homeboy's obsession with the brightness of the sun. Yeah, he was he was turning into a sun god like that other dude, man. Yeah, he was. Well, what was weird is, and, and now this was something that. I didn't pick up on it until this recent viewing, but uh, at the beginning of the movie, when when dude's testing the filter mm-hmm. and the computer's like, you know, you can go to three point one percent and all 30 that seconds. stuff. Well, when it cuts immediately to their to like everybody eating in the mess hall, mm-hmm. he's explaining that experience to to yeah. dude, and he's he's talking about how the sunlight, like you know, the sunlight just envelops you, yeah. like you just become part of it. Instead of like, and his face was when like tan. Like, like, like when you're out in space, you're just in nothing. But when you're in a star, you're part of something. Like it, it, this weird, you know, you, like the. Of course, it's like foreshadowing that he's going cuckoo already. Yeah. Which he's the psychiatric officer on board, which is even worse. Yeah. Like this crew had shit luck from the get go. Like these, everybody that got on both of these missions were damaged goods. How that's the most, that's the one part that almost breaks immersion. Like all these people lost their shit so quickly. <laughs> well, it's, it is it's almost, trip. well, and not only that, but it also like they, they make a point to explain that this is humanity's last hope. They, I think these are the people that they had on hand that could physically do what they needed to do. Um, I don't, you know, and that had some type of previous training um, because we don't know how long the sun, they didn't explain that. Did they, how long it's, it had been since all this, uh, you know, it went dark. All we know is the other ship went out eight years before. Yeah. That's really the only, so it's been going on at least that long. So we'll say it's been going on for like what, 15 years. Long enough for them to get it together and, because I mean, there. yeah. If if the plan, and I'm get all right. So you gotta assume so, that like they send that first ship out and they start preparing for a second ship just uh-huh. in case something goes wrong. But they probably wait the eight years, which is enough time to get everybody trained up. So these people that are in the film were like twenty uh-huh. when they started training for this shit. Because realistically, they're all in their like late twenties, early thirties. So, but the, but the project had to have been going on even longer than that. Like I'm thinking, like 30 years. Because think of how many years had to pass with the sun dimming, the planet becoming what it is, and then putting that together. Yeah. And then being like, okay, now let's do the. Re-, you know, it, it, there, there's no, yeah. there's no. That, 
they just i guess they just make it enough for you to know that like this shit's been happening for a minute yeah and you're right because it's like they said that they exhausted all of earth earth's available resources on this payload this last payload so yeah you're right it's probably been closer to 50 years since this stuff started first started happening well the the sun god was probably in his in his 40s yeah he's a little older yeah, his crew, his crew even looked older in the picture. It, yeah, but yeah, the, it. I mean, it's it's fucking nuts, man. Like the thing that like burns you, that grows your food, that keeps your planet stable. Yeah, it could be the could death of you. Turn off at any time. Yeah, Scary and thought. then that that's it. They said that like it wouldn't take but like what four minutes. Well, eight, it would take eight minutes, eight minutes. for the. For the light to reach Earth. Yeah. So with that idea, in in like 10 minutes, the whole surface of the Earth would be completely frozen and it would be unlivable. Like, Which is that's, nuts. Yeah, that's, that's fucking crazy. That's how high crazy. star is. Yeah. Well, like when they were, when they were, had the, when the, when the hatch was fucked up. Who yeah. blew the hatch when he got on the other ship. So they were going to go across. They're still close to the sun. But they're in the shadow. Yeah. So it froze that motherfucker solid, dude. Like, yeah. That's how cold. Which is crazy. You, would, yeah, exactly. You think you'd you still would, be a little bit warm. Yeah, but that, you're not. You're not getting you. the light, so it's yeah. It's not enough. Yeah. Yeah, I and expected let, them in the ship, like sweating, like hot day to day. Yeah. You know. <laughs> can Can we That's talk fun. about this? This hatch blowing sequence for a second here. Yeah. So they're they're on the ship, which all right. I want to touch on this first. One that was the coolest shot in my opinion. Whenever flashing. Yes. Whenever they go onto the ship, and as soon as they step on the ship, every time the light would pass in front of the camera, it would flash up a picture of a crew member. It was so unsettling, yeah. and it set the mood absolutely. Perfectly. It was the perfect tension building thing because you don't know what's going on. There's just dust everywhere. And then that guy's like, well, you know, dust, uh, dust is like 90% human skin. Yeah. Or, you know, from humans. And, the, and then you're like, well, something fucked up already happened. Yeah. Then the flashes and it happens so fast that you're like, did I just see what I thought I saw? Yeah. And it's it was fucking brilliant. That was brilliant. And then whenever they work their way into the um, observation chamber, I guess is what you can call it, and you see, but you don't see. Yeah. Like, less is more in a big way. It was. They way. did a lot of less is more, especially yeah. with the villain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and and I loved all the stuff inside the other ship. Like, it was so creepy, so unsettling. But it was done perfectly. And then the realization that it had been sabotaged. And then you see, you know, that there was like a log that was still active and all this other shit's going on. And then like the hatch blows, like or the connector to the hatches blows. And then they're like, okay, well, we got to make a fucking move fast. And like... They're not I even can't... thinking that someone did it. It no. just happened all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, dude, it just, it it builds up to the moment where Cillian Murphy's character is sitting there running the numbers in the bomb. 
and he goes, you know, run off everybody's shit to me. Well, it was telling them <laughs> how long well. they had to go. And then when he goes, there's whenever the when the computer when Icarus tells him that there's only five on board, and he gets real quiet, and he goes, "What's the who's you know who's the fifth person?" Like, yeah. That but whole so, moment was just, like said, sucks sucks you in, and you're like, oh fuck! Like you're just as you're just said, as fucking fifth member, and, and it said identity unknown. Yeah, and, you're, right. and you're like, you're like, how? I just I remember the first time I watched it when that happened, I was like, oh man, yeah. Well, that's like you when were he... watching, you were watching, but that's the moment where you lean forward and you're like, oh shit. Well, then he started remembering that footage of the guy talking. Yeah, I see mm-hmm. the look in his eye. Cause he had that fucking look. Yeah. So, mm. I like how they paralleled him with the son. Like he felt like he was one with it. So they treated his char- character visually like he like he's hard to look at. Yeah. Yeah. Like you and and they make it you know they make it a part, part of the camera trick you know. Which he it it was he was played by uh uh something strong. Yeah, Mark Strong. Yeah. Mark Strong. Oh. And River. <laughs> um, but yeah, played a good like. Utter. I'm a message. I'm a man from God, you know. Yeah. On a message from God or mission from God. But oh, when I mean, dude walks in for the first time in the observation deck, dude's just doing push up, and he's just like, "Are you yeah. an angel?" You're like, oh man! Push-ups on the sunlight, getting stronger. It's tearing the skin off of his body. Yeah. Just and in there said, going full Vegeta, just training. When he was dude. leaving the room, he said, "Icarus, fucking one hundred percent." Yeah. And it hit that dude's back one hundred percent and didn't kill him, y'all. Yeah, which is fucking nuts. Yeah, he's already burned. So, so for seven years he's been doing. He's been just a little bit in the of sun, sun, a little bit of sun, you know. Yeah, so I mean, that's what that Cheryl, Cheryl Crow song was about. I want to soak up the sun. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what that oh, show. Yeah, he's forty five on dude. <laughs> he's chasing them all through the ship. Want everyone to lighten up? <laughs> and he's stabbing bitches and shit like. He was gonna kill that Asian dude. And it's like, dude, he's already dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we'll kill and him then, again. And she was, she was the one death that always catches me off guard. Because Asian chick. Yeah, because you you have hope because you're like she found the sprout yeah. and you're like, oh shit, these motherfuckers are gonna get oxygen. And then yeah. it's like, nope, kill with an electric toothbrush. Yeah, dude, it was like wait, 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 in the back, she <laughs> couldn't reach it. Oh, oh dude, no. when it's just sitting there, when it's just like that's the thing. This movie is a brilliantly uh, concealed slasher film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and the, the, the fucking murderer is the goddamn son. Yeah. In more ways than one. Um, I asked Adam this earlier. I mean, we can talk about it again, but I was going to get your take on it. Trav, What was what's your feelings towards Chris, Chris Evans' character? The most noble person of the movie. Right? Like he was playing Captain America he before he, he played Captain America. Yeah. Like because like Well, he was like, I don't think we should go for the other ship. That's not the mission. Well, I think yeah. 
he he's he represents throughout the whole thing because the whole movie is also centered around each person's moral dilemma on the situation yeah but he's the one that's like he's the logic and and reason of the group yeah but he's the sad truth too yeah yeah, and they don't want to. They don't want to face they, that. Yeah, all these well, people want to face it some other way, but his dude, way, the safest way. Listen, they said we got enough oxygen. If we got to lose one more person, he's like, "All right, I'll go kill him." Yeah, and they're like, "That's fucked up." He's like, "Yeah, but it's the only way." I mean, we can't come all this way. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, he was even that, willing to let himself die. Yeah, and that was what was so his character was the most interesting character. Like you see that his, his rage and frustration with everything that's going on, you see that early on in the film. Yeah. And you think that he's just going to be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. That he's just going to be that guy. But no dude, like his, his character arc is so fucking interesting because like, there's so much to break down here. Like, you know, him, especially whenever they're in the other space, uh, space station and they're going to sh- jet across and yeah. he's like kappa get in the suit yep. and he's like well i'm the i'm the commander and it's like oh, well, no. yeah. the, the, the yeah. ship needs a commander and he's like yeah but yeah. he's the only one that knows how to work the bomb he fucking created the bomb yeah so we need he's him gotta on... go. yeah well it's in that moment that you realize he was not a dick like every every all the villainous level stuff that you thought he was having the whole movie it was really just him being committed to the mission yeah Probably 100%. got family on Earth. Yeah. This and, is our and, chance to save the planet. Yeah. And I love that character. Like, that, his character arc. Like, him dunking in those tanks at the end. Trying to get enough power back to this ship so that they can detach the bomb. Freezing to death. He, yeah. He's, he's kind of more or less the hero of the movie. Yes, it is. It's such a beautiful story. When like, he was laying there, the guy, he when he's Because he when said, he's introduced into the movie... And, and and the more that you guys, the more we've talked about it, like the movie sets him up on a classic hero arc in a way. Yeah. Like when you, when you meet him, he don't give a shit. He'll fight you, whatever. And in the moment where the dude tells him, you got to go to the earth room for two hours and he's in there and he just, he chills the fuck out. Like he's calmed the fuck down by just normal shit. I want to see the waves yeah. again. Yeah. But that room was pretty cool. It was. Uh, when he's laying there, though, and he calls, and he's like, use the comms link in the helmet. Yeah. He goes in there and gets it, and he's like, look, I'm going to get enough power back. You got to get out and go fix it. And yeah. he's like, I'm stuck in the fucking hatch. And he's like, I don't know how you're going to do it. You just got to do it. Yeah. I'm about to kill myself. Yeah. So, it's on you, buddy. Yeah. It's such a it's such a brilliant fucking riding in that moment. You know? He fucking you've got that hole. Yeah, I mean, you've got these two people that, like, you kind of think over time that they hate one another, but they, I mean, they're just different personalities that don't mesh well and together. And it's real tense. Too yeah. Tense. But, like, them, them at the end, like, from the time they go onto the spaceship to go and then go back to the other spaceship, it's like these are the two most sensi- sensible people on the ship right now. Like, you have to have one and you have to have the other. You, and they're, you they're think the dude's a dick until he says, Kappa, get in the suit. Yeah. And then he's like, he starts ripping the panels off the wall. Well, you were wrapping around him. He, well, he's, he's, he was good. Um, what do you call it? Tension building? <laughs> well, well, well uh, 
I don't even but, uh, remember why the, they were fighting was a good, that first time. He, well, he was, a, he was a good fake out because throughout yeah. the movie, you're thinking, okay, if there's going to be a backstab or some big betrayal in the film, it's going to be him. Yeah. And uh, another thing about this film that I always appreciated too was that there was no, there was no bullshit at the beginning. There was no everybody sitting at home right and it's into. like, oh man, the you know, like it's like you're like dude gives you a he gives you a monologue and then bam, we're on ship in space. Yeah. No chuffa. Only time you see the earth is at the fucking end, you know? To see yeah, whenever you find out if the mission succeeded. When you Which see that like, the darkness start to go away. Yeah. He told her, he said, eight minutes later you'll know. Yeah. When you when you wake up on a when you wake up one morning and it's a particularly beautiful day, you know we did it. Yeah. I mean, and there's I didn't mind anything. Like when after no, I finished dude. the movie, I was just like there's so many layers to unpack here. You know what I mean? Because uh, like you said, it's a hidden slasher movie in a way, but it's an interesting villain that they that that approaches them towards the end and then you've got the son which is the savior but also the villain at the same time then it's like there's so many fucking levels to unpack in it it's 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 a movie where it's a movie like written in such a way to where the odds and the situation the rising tension and what's needed to to you know to get to the point of the film um it it makes it to where we can afford to lose everyone, like straight Shakespearean in a way. Yeah, yeah. Like it's. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, even yeah it's, it's that Alice Garden had written the movie. Yeah, I was back when yeah. I watched this movie, he was nobody. Like, yeah, there wasn't no ex yeah. machina or no. You know, there was. He did Twenty Eight Days Later. That was well, well, that and he did. He did the beach. Whenever I think Alex, when I think Alex Garland, I always think the beach. Yeah. Yeah, he actually wrote the book. Where he got his start. Um. But it's. It, it was. I'm trying to think. It came, so it came out in 07. Let's try to remember what it was up against. It, it came out the same year as The Dark Knight, didn't it? Uh. I think that was 2008, right? Uh, was it? It dropped July 27th, 2000. So it was right in the middle of the summer. It was like it was a it was the summer sci-fi blockbuster, yeah. you know. Well, this is all right. Here's just a couple of things that dropped in 2007. Uh, I'm Legend. There will be blood. No Country uh, for Old Men. Yeah, Fracture. Super bad. Shooter. Hot uh, Buzz, Juno, Disturbia, Dead Silence, The Mist, Tran- Transformers. That's probably why it, it didn't get a lot of. Yeah, it, it came out in Ju- the theaters. It came out July third, so that was right smack dab in the middle of Transformers movie cycle. It yeah. made a uh, thirty-two million box office. Spider-Man three also came out. After. So you got to throw that one in there in the mix as well. There will be blood. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of, I mean, 07 was a big year for movies. Yeah. 310 to Yuma, Death Proof, and, and uh, Grindhouse Drop. Yeah. 
Juno. I think y'all said that. Hot Rod. Three. Stardust. The Mist. American, American Gangster, dude. Wall Card. I mean... A lot of movies. I mean, yeah. God, yeah. I mean, this 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 movie had some... I mean, there, it was a crowded year, dude. Yeah. My My question is, is why is it never on those lists of sci-fi films that you have to see at least once? Because in my opinion, if if I'm talking to somebody and you're talking sci-fi and they've got the basics, they've got the 2001, you know, they've got, you know, um, you know, for even first man, some of the stuff that mm-hmm. we've watched recently, it's like, okay, well, ha- if you want to go deep sci-fi, yeah, how deep you want to go. Yeah. Wh- why isn't this on the list? Why isn't know. this part of, it well, doesn't we were make doing sci-fi sense. in July, though. It's like, gotta watch Sunshine. Yeah, because, I mean, I would put this up on any list that goes against any of those because it's it's a unique concept that nobody has tackled really since or before that I'm aware of. Um, and it's got, I mean, there's so much shit going on, and not in a bad way. It's not convoluted. It's just a lot of stuff to unpack. It's like it, it's almost like the perfect, like the perfect side sci-fi, if that makes sense. It's not completely out of the, off the wall sci-fi, but it's also not like, you know, it's right in the middle. first man. Huh? I said, it's kind of in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like full on first man. Like this is real science. This shit happened. Yeah, it's not like that. It's just right, right in the middle. It, it's, it's plausible enough, but unrealistic enough to suspend, you know, to get you interested into the movie. <clears throat> oh, for sure. I mean, um, all throughout the film, man, I wanted to pause it. I could pause it. I was getting thirsty, but the movie just held my oh, attention, dude. That I just sat here and just sat all the way through it, man. Yeah. No, that space so, was cool. Yeah. So, Adam, what what's the the fourth act? Like, what what about the fourth act is like a no? It's kind of like, eh, is it the guy? That's just where everybody had their issue with it when it came out. It was on that. It was like towards the end, people were just like, like with her, she watched it. She she had never heard me say that. Yeah. Now, when she, now, I bought the movie. Yeah. I actually own this movie. I, I bought Same it. Same here. So, I mean, back when... Um, I mean, we watched it back, like, you know, not long after it came out. Right. And I picked up a copy somewhere. But that was everyone's big thing, man, was they just didn't like the way it ended. They Oh, there was a guy on the other ship. He went crazy, killed everybody. Um, that's, that's why it came in like it did with only making $32 million and... And the first time I watched it, I was like, yeah, okay, you know, guy. Yeah. Um, after you know that, it don't bother you as bad when you go back and watch it, because you already know it's going to happen. Yeah. But the first time you see it, you're like, well, okay. That's where we're going with it. We're going there. Right. I went and crazy it's... on another ship. But something had to happen. I mean, it. it yeah. if he didn't go crazy, the doctor was. Yeah, I mean, you could see that. And, you could see it happening to him every time. 
you would see him at a round table get together. His face was more and more fucked up from watching the sun all the time. Yeah. And that's why I kind of appreciated the way that they actually did it more so because it's like, even when you think, cause there's a lot of different people here in the film that they allude to as being troublemakers towards the end of the film. You know, you got Chris Evans, you got a uh, countdown, you've got the therapist, all these different people have some, some issues or things going on that could potentially be a hazard further in the movie. And then it, that's what's so brilliant to me about it. It comes out of left field, like completely out of yeah, left you field. Where no you're like, that's going to happen. Yeah. And you're like, you think the whole fucking crew's dead. You think that the fucking Asian guy that countdown was the one that fucked the hatch up. And then when he goes in there, yeah. he committed suicide and it's like, Oh, well he did it. And then he committed suicide and all this stuff. But no, like everybody redeems themselves in one way or another, except for, except for the Asian, the little Asian guy. You know what I mean? Killed himself. Huh? The one that killed himself. Yeah. Because like the Indian guy, he, the therapist redeemed himself by opening the hatch and then, cause he knew he was going to die. Yeah. He redeemed himself. Chris Evans' character redeemed himself because he got the ship up running enough so that they could launch the payload. Well, every time something went wrong, he came in clutch. Yeah. He was like, this is what we're doing, and we don't have a choice. I mean, that's yeah. just the way it's going to be. Yeah. Took us eight he, years. We can't fuck this up. And he was just a fucking pilot. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like yeah. To me, when the captain went down... He should have been Lex in line. It shouldn't have been the comms guy. Yeah, that I motherfucker agree. was scared shitless. Yeah, he was a little sketch from he the get-go. He was too go. scared to die. As soon as they had to go out on the deck, the captain was like, let's go. Yeah, Get my suit let's do ready. it. Yeah. He, he probably knew he wasn't coming back. Yeah. There's a good chance. Yeah. But, uh... No, nah, man, I loved it from beginning to end. I mean, it had it, so much, so many levels, man. And um, it sucks that it didn't get the praise that it that it deserves. But I think with the power of the on. real estate, well, with the real estate audience, we can bring it back. Yeah, it definitely this, did better with like DVD sales and any kind of streaming, like than it yeah. did in the theater but you see what was out that year you know who went and watched it i mean i didn't go watch it that year i didn't no, i went and watched spider-man 3 you know <laughs> yeah, what i mean so, like, but that but, was the reason and like the exact thing i was telling you she watches it and she's like yeah you know that's that's where everyone had their issue with the movie and i right. bought the movie i was like by me saying that don't mean i hate the movie uh, yeah yeah that's no, where I'm... a lot of people had issue i did pick it to watch it uh, it's a good movie. Yeah. When you go back and watch it, the people that watched it and had an issue with that, if they'll watch it again, yeah, because I've seen it at least five times, I would say. Yeah. That kind of, you know, that part goes away. It's like, okay, yeah. you just kind of quit worrying about that. Cause, but like you said, when you go back and watch it again, you see all the foreshadowing, like, him right, dropping yeah. that ranch in there and picking it out. His hands like freezing. And then you see later when he comes through the hatch, he's got frostbite. Yeah. Like he's going to yeah. freeze to death. Yeah. That One scene thing... with him telling him that though, when he was like, got to get out, man. I don't know yeah, how you're you gotta... going to do it, but that's a cool ass poster. 
Yeah, it is. You got to manually. You got to manually blow the fucking payload up. Yeah. And it's Which like means you got to be on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, here here's the thing. Oxygen's gone. Yeah. You you know, shit, we're fucked already. I mean, There's you might as well. Yeah. Who knows? It might be quite it looked like quite an experience. Yeah. Um there was a frame in the movie where you see this. It's pretty quick. Yes. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Um, when you're watching the the main villain guy, what was his name? Pin something. When you're mm. watching him, um, you gotta like really focus on his ass to see what he's doing. Like, yeah. and I was talking to Griffin about that earlier. Like the way they did the camera on him was perfect. Like you can't get a good look at him. Yeah, so like, you never so get like a good look. Sun. You for like yeah, a like split re- second, you see him. Like it re- to me, it was like a reflection of how he was obsessed with the sun. Yeah, which is crazy. And what what a cool name for a spaceship. Yeah, the Icarus. Right. Yeah, what a cool design. Yeah, this is this is what I think needs to happen to bring the film back, right? First of all, change the fucking box art up for the fucking Blu-ray. Because yeah, that, it looks that box art is kind of cheesy, doesn't it? It looks like the one a fucking, when they're walking in, up that thing. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a sci-fi movie. It looks shitty. Yeah, they need to fucking somebody, an artist well, needs to. Let's see, do something. Need, but e- even this one's better. Are there any commemorative copies that, of it out now? That, that one's like better that? than the one of them walking up a fucking thing. Yeah, I know. No, there's only one Blu-ray copy on Amazon. And here's the box. I mean, whenever you you see this. Which is the one I own. That's what it looks like. I mean, Um, not the best artwork. No, I mean, they need. Like a sci-fi made for TV movie. Yeah, I mean. They they need to drop a little bit of cash into it and kind of like you've got so much to work with. First of all, the sun, fucking yeah. hello, okay? A badass spaceship with a gigantic fucking bomb on it. Like you can pull from those three things and make way cooler fucking box art than that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll tell you what gets me, man, every time. And I know what's gonna happen. But when they pull up beside the Icarus one and they detach from their base and go over to the other one, I'm like, mm mm. It's just floating in Hell the Hell fucking... no, dude. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. Bad idea. Yeah. But without that you don't have a movie. Yeah, you're right. Oh. Nah man, I'm gonna give it a fucking a, oh, a sign. Is it getting a star? It gets a sun, dude. Yeah, a star. <laughs> but the brightest star. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a fucking great movie. And if the right people got a hold of this and, like, released a special edition version of it, and, like, because I, th- I feel like this movie deserves, like, oh, the cast for Sunshine's getting back together. 
you know you know what i mean and they're mm-hmm. doing like a table read oh, or you know what i mean what commentary and yeah deleted scenes it's like give us something if if they did that it would reignite because people would be like oh captain america's in this movie oh yeah, fuck this it. Was the, it was like nobody yeah and it's not a comedy you know what i mean it's a sci-fi charred, that motherfucker is. yeah I do like the design, the creature design. Uh, even though you didn't get to see him much, like I, I like the way that they kind of charred him up and made him look. He's burnt, dude. Yeah. He looks like a demon. Yeah. Dude, in that one picture, he's grabbing his arm and it's ripping the skin off of it. Yeah. That happens in the movie, but it's so fast and blurry that you can't see it. Yeah. I'm really digging those spacesuits, man. I know, right? It's so big. So, that's what she said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. I'm giving it a full star. I mean, I this is going to go into rotation in the sci-fi stuff for me and for her, apparently. Oh, yeah, she like. Oh, and then that's what she said when she said she got to the end. She was like, she didn't like it, but... She'll watch it again. Well, you know, she said she almost wanted to watch it again today. Yeah. It is up on the server. I'll definitely be peeping that again. Yeah, and it's a good copy. Hell yeah. I would like so to you... see it on Blu-ray. Yeah, I would too. Man, it's 2007. So the movie came out 13 years ago. So in two years... They need to do a 15th anniversary Sunshine Special Edition. Director's cut. Yeah, why not, man? I mean, you've got Danny Bull, who's somebody, like, huge somebody. You've got fucking Alex Garland, huge somebody. And then the cast. You've got some great fucking people in this cast here. To me, it's crazy. Go ahead, man. I was just going to say it's crazy where dude was like, you got to get out of there, do whatever it takes. So he drills a hole and he like releases yeah. all the pressure in the ship. out. Blew the hatch. Pulls. Yeah. So anybody that was still alive in Dead. there, he's killing them right yeah. in that moment. I was thinking Doesn't... that last chick was alive when that happened. Yeah. He was in there hiding somewhere. Yeah. And then when he does it, the, the Asian chick comes flying out. Yeah. Like, Blood oh, sporting. Yeah. What's cool about that suit, y'all, it kind of reminds me of like the old school like diving suits. Yeah, right. It's got that real, you know. Yeah. Like 20,000 leagues vibe, you know, going on like. Yeah. It's so big and bulky, but. Oh, when he fell down, I was like, give up, player. Give it up. No, he can he couldn't do it, he dude. Couldn't do it, man. How he was so frustrated. Yeah. Be careful, man. Don't puncture your suit. That was his sister, right? At the end of the. I think it was. Of... Yeah, yeah. Because he said his sister. She had okay. kids, and see, he didn't have kids, but that was the family he was doing it for. Yeah. His sister and her kids. Right. Imagine if they climb out of the top of. They got to go out and fix the panels, and they're like, "All right, open the hatch." You know? <laughs> it's like fuck that <laughs> but yeah 
Stars all around, right? I'm giving it a sun god. <laughs> what are you going to give it, Trav? Oh, I, I give it a full star, man. You giving it a charred body? Oh, yeah. A char. A char? Dude, I love it when they're having that first meeting about saving, going to the other ship. Yeah. And the psychiatrist walks in, and you can see the outline. It's before he starts getting scabs. Yeah. But his face is just darker. Yeah. And you can see where he's wearing sunglasses. Yeah. And nobody said anything. Like, I would have been like, hey, man, you got to quit going in there and looking at that shit. Like, yeah. It ain't good for you. And even well, the and captain had a little moment with it. Yeah. Where he caught he himself. That, well, and that was what was so interesting about that scene because after he went in there and like looked at the sun after he talked to the, the therapist or the psychiatrist or whatever. Um, after he goes into that, the sun chamber and he starts looking at the footage from Icarus one. Yep. And seeing the look in the guy's eye. Yeah. So, and he kind of, he's kind of piecing, piecing things together here, you know? Somebody went mad. Yeah. Fucking space madness over here. Space madness. But yeah, it was it was good, man. I yeah, really watch it. Yeah. Great movie. That's that's I mean, this is what the podcast is all about. You know? Yeah. Just like finding movies, whether you've seen them or not, and just like looking at it through a different lens and and breaking it down in a different way and analyzing it it's fucking genius you know mm-hmm. so but um trev you say you have some movie news on the uh on the uh snyder snyder stuff uh <clears throat> yeah actually uh so snyder i was telling you guys earlier snyder did a uh a segment with uh or like an hour long thing really with uh justice con yeah and he brought up a bunch of like cool like small bits and stuff but one of the the thing that caught my attention the most was he was explaining one of the key differences between his cut of the film and the theatrical release and it was his use of aspect ratio um apparently one of the biggest parts of of him redoing the movie is restoring all of the footage that was lost from from scrapping the images. Like he the way he filmed everything in IMAX and filmed it to where everything's in the picture. He was like, fuck widescreen format, fuck all that, whatever. Like you're gonna get the we're gonna film it at full aspect ratio so that when you throw it on a fucking cam like you know, like for to make it were make it meant to be on a big screen. Right. And he was just talking about how a lot of his work he's doing is uh, filling up the image again, restoring all that. Yeah. And uh, one thing he kind of threw out there while he was talking about all this, he's doing all this for free. Like he's not getting paid to do the Snyder cut. He's just doing it out of the passion. Of the well, he probably took the he, pay cut so they could spend that on it. You know? Yeah, like, I'm I'll sure. Pay, and I'm sure the others will. Some of the others, he, you know, they'll take less probably, money just to get he, it made. Or, he, or he's probably, he probably made a deal where it's like, if it Back makes in. past this, 
if it makes this if it makes back this much money for you guys in HBO, then I, he starts getting a yeah. cut of the money back in. Yeah, yeah, uh, makes sense. Um, well, there he's he keeps teasing that they're going to be releasing the uh, the first Snyder Cut trailer mm. soon. So uh, I I'm expecting it to probably come out. I'd like to say because Comic Con, quote unquote Comic Con, is happening right now. Yeah, and they're not online. they're not having anything to do with it this year, right? Um, I think they pulled out of the Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. So I would think that after all this Comic Con stuff's over with, yeah. then he'll probably drop it then. Because think about like. We have some trailers tonight from the Comic-Con stuff. I didn't even know that that um, was going on. Yeah. And what they're doing is like, you know, online streaming. What we talked panels. about. Yeah. We know. Um, like Kevin Smith did an evening with, well, like streaming it for an hour. Yeah. It's on YouTube, you know. Um, you have like panels with, you know, whatever, insert fucking nerd culture here. And they did an hour panel, you know, like Nathan Fillion had a panel and Joss Whedon showed up and he would not address any of the accusations that had to do with, you know, the way that he treated. Surprised he showed up. Yeah. Well, he just crashed it because he he was supposed to have a panel. He canceled the panel after all this Joss Whedon controversy came out and um, he crashed Nathan Fillion. So. But I don't think anything came out of it. Like, I'm expecting if Joss Whedon crashes Nathan Fillion's panel, then he's like, Firefly's back, and you know yeah. what I mean, or something. So, But I expect it to come within the next couple of weeks. Once he gets everything kind of sorted out and they cut a trailer out of it, then... Uh, I didn't be by the weekend. Yeah. Trailers usually drop when? Thursday? Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday Thursday. yeah, usually the day after the pod, it's yeah, we get flooded so, with all these new trailers. Yeah. Um, let me look at this real quick. Um, I just saw this in movie news here, and I didn't know that it was a thing, but and I'm gonna drop the trailer in trailers. So they're making a uh, Ren and Stimpy documentary called yeah. Happy Happy Joy Joy. Uh, so, and I dropped the trailer, so we can talk about that here in just a couple of minutes when we watch the trailer. But um, but yeah. So, all right, Adam dropped this in here. Evil Dead documentary, Hell to the Deadites, to premiere next month. So, for nearly 40 years, Evil Dead franchise has captivated horror fans with its blend of outlandish gore and humor. With the new documentary, Hell to the Deadites, celebrating its devoted followers premiering next month at the Fantasia International Film Festival, which kicks off virtually on August the 20th. The film features interviews with not only members of the cast and crew, but a number of fans of the franchise with an encyclopedic encyclopedic knowledge of the series. While an official release is yet to be unveiled, we can hope that the film's exposure at the festival leads to its worldwide distribution. Uh, inspired by the 81 Classics uh, cult following, Hell to the Deadites is a documentary about the fans of the Evil Dead franchise. Through interviews with the cast, crew, collectors, fans, freaks, and geeks, Hell to the Deadites 
seeks the Illuminati, the darkest reaches of the Evil Dead franchise's undying and still growing popularity. Seems to illuminate. Popularity that spawned four films, TV series, comic books, figures, and surpassed even its creator's wildest dreams. Besides meeting with friends around the world, the 80-minute documentary feature interviews with Evil Dead franchise cast members such as Bruce Campbell, Ted Raimi, Betsy Baker, Teresa Tilly, Ellen Sanwise, Richard DeMoniker. I don't know how. Tom Savini, Dan Hicks, Bill Mosley, on and on and on. Um, it's a good idea. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing, and I just ran across <laughs> it this past week and was like, damn. Yeah. It's a real idea. Yeah. There's something else they're dropping. Is that a ultimate 4K collection of Back to the Future, y'all? Did y'all know that? No. Yeah. What's uh, what's happening with this? They're just gonna have it's gonna be 4K. Have a bunch of extras. Um, collectible Holy packaging, shit. bonus disc. Would love to mm. see Back to the Future in 4K. Almost worth yeah. buying a 4K television and a some kind of 4K player. Like, I'm just kidding. Like, I, I mean, can't I, afford it. <laughs> yeah, but still, though, you know. I thought that was cool. And then I did see where Comic-Con from home bombed. Tweets were down 95% compared to all the other comments. Nobody was watching it, man. Well, they didn't advertise they it. They did. It, I didn't even know it was happening. Yeah. So, like, right now, I mean, you were saying it, and I'm reading that it. it's like, yeah, y'all fucked up. It should have been all over YouTube, dude. Yeah. I mean, nobody was talking about it. Nobody, nobody was tweeting. There wasn't, like, Disney should have been out there like, hey, guys, come check out this fucking panel, you know? Yeah, I'm just seeing little titty bits here and there. Here's one that caught my eye, and I'm not going into the article because it ain't worth it. But The Rock almost played Willy Wonka in that Tim Burton remake. I mean. He was considered for the role. That would have been a really... It would have been a different movie. Yeah. That's for sure. He's like, you smell what I'm making? Yeah. Candy. Um, I mean, there's not really a whole lot of news news. There's one more little tidbit that I was going to go over here. Um... So Brad Pitt reportedly being eyed to play the MCU's version of Superman. So Travis, when I read that article to you, what's the first thing that comes to my to mind? MCU's Superman. Not Hyperion. Exactly. But are you thinking Sentry? Yeah, I mean. More or less, that's what I, I was thinking. Thought, yeah. Because do, wouldn't Brad Pitt with a little bit longer hair make a perfect fucking sentry? Yeah. Um. So anyway, they're talking at casting him as one of the Eternals Hyperion. Um, for those unfamiliar, Hyperion is a deliberate uh, pistache of DC Superman. 
He has many different origins over the decades, but he's usually an Eternal, so you can see why Marvel is looking to introduce him into the MCU now, following the Eternals. Appearing as the leader of the Squadron Supreme, a takeoff of the Justice League, whose other members all resemble DC heroes too. See Nighthawk, which is Batman, Power Princess, which is Wonder Woman, and Wiz- Wizard, Wizard, W-H-I-Z-Z-E-R, which is Flash. Um, why would they do that? Like, the way that I see it is DC's already hurt themselves enough. It's like, why is, like, there's better characters in the MCU. And I'm I'm not saying the movie would be bad, or I'm not saying that it's not a decent idea, but there's better ideas than that. I don't know. I don't like it. Did y'all see? I don't like it one bit. David Ayer put that piece of the script up from that Joker Suicide Squad Joker scene. Someone asked him. He they put it online and they said, "Did you shoot this?" And he said, "Yes, I shot and edited." Of course, you you were not permitted to see it, my friend. But it was the final scene with the Joker. And the scripts up, you read the damn final scene, like what it was going to be. And he said he shot it, edited it. They just was like, nope, too dark or whatever it was. You think we'll ever get the air cut? Probably. If this, if this is, you know, Snyder cut goes over well, we might get a lot of cuts we never got. Was that fucking Superman movie with, uh, uh, what's his name in it? Nick Cage? Yeah. Oh my God. I don't think they ever shot it, but. No, they shot a lot of test footage. Yeah. One of the funniest the, things I saw this week, dude, was that Mickey Rourke yes. challenged Elon Musk to a bare-knuckle fight in Johnny Depp's honor. Because it came out in court that Depp's wife had kind of had something with Elon Musk there for a while. So Mickey Rourke was like, I want to fight you. <laughs> I didn't know him and Johnny Depp was tied. close. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough, he wants to beat him up for smashing dude's wife. Would I just you thought that it? was fun. The fight? Yeah, yeah dude. Elon <laughs> like was like, t- trying to do like math to work out the punch. <laughs> yeah, it's like that scene from uh, Sherlock Holmes where everything pauses yeah. and all these math calculations yeah. start coming up. Um, They probably raise a lot of money for charity if they actually did that. Uh-huh. That ain't I know, but still, though. It would be funny, though. When I read that, I was just like, oh, God, please. <laughs> That's just what we need. It's like, yeah. I remember during quarantine when Mickey Rourke fought Elon Musk? <laughs> yeah. That's all I remember. What if What if this come out where it was like, I'll fight you, and if, if you win, which is more than likely going to happen, yeah. then, it, you know... We'll call it square. I'll apologize to Johnny Depp. But if I win, you test one of my man's <laughs> You got to go to the moon. <laughs> Putting Mickey on the moon. He's like, how you feel, Mickey? He's on the moon. He's like, I feel like a beat up piece of meat. It's a rough ride. <laughs> I would be okay with that, you know? 
Mickey and they live stream him on the moon with the chin, you know? Yeah. Just fucking chinning about town, you know? There was something else I saw, but I can't find it now. Uh, it was just some little shinfo. Um, and I don't remember where I saw it. Uh, apparently the Spawn remake is going full steam ahead. Todd McFarlane teases a Grand Slam edition. Three years ago, during San Diego Comic-Con, Todd McFarlane announced his Spawn reboot was getting made through Bloomhouse Productions. As it stands, nothing has been firmed up and there's no official word on when it will become a reality. However, during a panel for this year's Comic-Con at home, McFarlane assured that the project is moving ahead with some big news coming, hopefully soon. Um, This is what he said. We're in the process of adding, I think, not only a home run, but potentially a grand slam to our movie. I'm not saying that as a teaser. I'm saying that legitimately. It's happening. It's happening right now. It's just that the business of Hollywood has its sort of ebb and flow. They seem to be a little bit shy about wanting to be public about all of this. So all I can say is that the movie is going full steam ahead. I know I've said it before. I'm telling you, it's going full steam ahead in terms of news that hopefully you and I will be able to break fairly soon. So just fucking throw money at him so it'll fucking work. You know, like, so he can make the movie, whether it's good or bad, at least it's out, you know? Yeah. That's like, so I'm saying. Drop that shit. Yeah, God right. damn, and they were see they were gonna release it. Here's the thing, like, like coronavirus is a problem here right now. Not so much so in other places, and they want to go ahead and release it there, and then it come out later here. But he's like, what about piracy? And it's like we got to release it everywhere at the same time. Yeah, and they don't want to cut out that the world market because. You know, they make more money overseas than they do here in the States when they release those big movies. So, um, just drop, they did, they did say they're talking summer, like it's still dropping and it's got a date again and, um, but it's got to come out in the theater, you know, he won't have it any other way and, um, but just drop it already because I'm interested to see what's going on there. I did see where the. The Walking Dead writer compares Rick Grimes' movie to Logan. I don't think it's going to be that good. I I don't even think they're doing the Rick Grimes movie anymore, are they? I think so. That's not a good idea. I mean, what are they going to do? Like, what? It's, It's, I guess... Oh, wait, there was a teaser trailer released during the Comic-Con. Uh, this is 2019. It hinted that Rick uh, will be transported to Philadelphia. So yeah, there was this whole. Whenever he left the show, this is supposed to be what happened to him. Didn't he die? Ah, he got shot and he left in a helicopter. Right? No. I don't think you like see him die. No, okay. They just leave it at that. I didn't see the. I just know I got that offline. He gets shot. He's in a helicopter. I'm like, where the fuck did they get a helicopter? You know? Yeah. Well, this is all I'm saying. 
I think Andrew Lincoln is a decent enough a actor, actor to to say fuck this Walking Dead shit and move on to like bigger and better things. He needs to but, move on. Well, he needs to get in a fucking comic book movie, not a fucking Walking Dead movie. Yeah, a comic book movie. That will help he him out. He is a out. good actor. He is. He is. So fucking get it together, fucking Andrew Lincoln. Come on. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him in like a period piece war film. Oh, he'd be great. He'd be awesome. Could you see him in like a Civil War? Or, oh yeah, even no. that. Let him have his British accent. Yeah, dude. Could you fucking imagine? I'd like to get a good box office Civil War film, dude. I don't it's think the not time is four right. hours long. You know? I don't think the time is right right now. I don't now. think it is. <laughs> I don't think the time is right at all. But it would be great. I just want to take... see how brutal. Oh, yeah. Or like a medieval be. movie. I could see that. Yeah. Hard to um, be a Walking Dead character. He kind of looks like the guy from Hard to Be a God a Ooh, little. <laughs> they do a U.S. version of that shit that's even longer. You're just like, fuck, I couldn't handle fucking three hours of it. Um, Nah, get away from Walking Dead, Andrew Lincoln. Do yourself a favor. Because he could be a great hero. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially since they're doing, like, he's got the British accent. Oh, yeah. Fucking... Cast this motherfucker as fucking Magneto. Do it. Come on. They got to get him away from the walk. I mean, he hasn't really done anything since then. Or what about an older Reed Richards? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be, that would work. Like borderline crazy (laughs) version of Reed Richards. What if that, what if he's Dr. Doom? Ooh. ooh, ooh. That'd be good. Yeah, I mean, because Doctor Doom is going to be all voice, right? Pretty much. You give Doctor Doom a yeah, you give him a British accent. Give him Andrew Lincoln's British accent with that build. Or you give him Rick Grimes' voice, and you have him talk to Captain Marvel, Coral Danvers. <laughs> Why are you here? This is my town. Every time I look at the east at two o'clock, Carl, I bust out my little radio. I got a little article here that we can run through real quick. Ten box office bombs that are now considered classic. Oh. Let's see if these are classics. Tron. Yes. Classic. Yes. Starship Troopers. Um. <laughs> Niche, but yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Ocus it's more Pocus like, is on here. No, fuck that yeah, movie. That movie, Star, Starship Troopers has a pretty weird following. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, it's very cult. Oh, you bet your fucking ass it's cult. Yeah. Children of Men. <laughs> what? Children of Men. Great movie. I yeah, fucking right? love that movie. I didn't know it, it flopped. It was a fucking fantastic movie. This one's going to hurt you. I think we even talked about it when we watched it. The thing. Yeah, I know. Was yeah. a box office bomb, which is just crazy. Yeah. Clue. Clue was a box office bomb. It is, it's Speaking a classic. Yeah. 
Treasure Planet. Uh, yeah, Treasure Planet. Dude, actually, did fun. Michael J. Fox do a voice in that or something? I remember liking yeah. that movie back in the day when I was like, when it came out. It came out when we were kids, right? Yeah. What year? Two thousand two. Yeah. Well, they keep talking about wanting to do a uh, live action version I, of it. I remember its art being like almost Titan AE level, like ridiculous. Fox, it was Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Do you guys remember that one? Titan AE. Yeah, where they got to go build a new Earth. They're on a seed ship that's gonna. Yeah. Got a, It's got Matt Damon in it. All right, I got Matt. another one. I actually brought this one up recently. I was talking to Griffin about it. the Quick and the Dead. Yeah. The original or the yeah. remake? The one with Gene Hackman. Yeah, that's a Pro. fucking great movie. Yeah. Uh, but, I didn't know that Sam Raimi directed that. Yeah, dude. How Which good is movie? that? The Quick and the Dead. The one with Leonardo DiCaprio. Gene Hackman's like the... The, the shithead that, the, runs, that the runs the town. And he gets Russell Crowe's a preacher. He, he doesn't gunfight anymore. And he's like, get him a yeah. shitty gun. And they, you know, they have them all doing the gun battles. And it's got a uh, Sharon Stone in it. I love that one scene where it's one of the first gunfights that they have, but the camera is fixed and it just pans all around mm-hmm. town. And Looks you at everybody's see face. Him, yeah, you see him chained to the fucking the fucking the fountain, and you see area. Yeah, you see fucking Leonardo DiCaprio fucking with a slick back hair hanging out over there. You know, like you see everybody. It's just a cool yeah. shot. Another one we have on here is Event Horizon. Mm. That tanked and later on became yeah. a classic. And then the number one is the Iron Giant. Now, I always liked Iron Giant when yeah. I saw it in 99 when I was 11 or 12, but yeah, I liked it. I thought it was okay, but at the same time, like I was very much caught off surprise, caught by surprise when uh, later on people were like, I love the Iron Giant. like that. Did we watch the same movie? That movie was sad as fuck, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that, like, when everybody picked it up and was like, yeah. all of a sudden, Iron Giant, people were talking about it, and it was... Yeah. I don't know if it you was... guys... Go ahead, man. Well, it was really sad, but what I always find fascinating when I watch that is the uh, the art style yeah, and like how it. It, it was, like, realistic, but it wasn't at the same time. It's like a trick of the mind, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it had fucking Shooter McGavin in it, so. Shooter McGavin. <laughs> yeah. This is, uh, this is changing the subject up, but did y'all see people freaking out over Modern Warfare 2 campaign remastered? Again? Yeah, you know why? Because of the... Because PlayStation of... Plus is going to give it away for free after every oh, bunch yeah. of people just fucking bought it. That's funny. Oh, they're mad, dude. People want their money back. Uh, I can imagine. Yeah, it'll be free on uh, July 28th until August the 31st on PlayStation Plus. Wow. Not I movie mean, related, but... Well, you can't blame them for getting mad, though. If I dropped 40 bucks on a game and the next week they were giving it away for free, I'd be fucking mad, too. Yeah, right. Unless oh, it was like right. Minecraft for the 10th fucking time. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the price you play to pay it, to play it when it comes out. Yeah. Well, three yeah. months after it came out, they're dropping. But it's only going to be on PlayStation Plus for free. Um, and apparently, yeah. they have a contract. So, 
Um, it'll be a long time before like um, Xbox gets it and they're able to do that. There's some kind of contract with Sony. Uh, they got it on lockdown. Do you think they'll ever make a Modern Warfare movie? As I big mean, as that franchise you, is, do you ever you, see that would, happening? Would you really want to well, watch Well, do I want to see one? No, not really, but I mean, I'm they're making a Metal Gear already. Solid movie, and I'd have no yeah. desire to see that, but they're making it. Absolutely. Um, so I'm always, well, you know, movies, I'm always like, do you ever think they'll go that route? Because it's like... Well, these movies are already cinematic enough in their presentation. Well, I think that... Um that Call of Duty can be kind of uh, compared to, like, uh, Tom Clancy-type stuff. Yeah. I mean, all you've got to do is just create an original, unique story mm-hmm. and slap the Call of Duty just name on it. Pretty much just a war movie. Yeah, and people will show up in fucking droves to watch it. Yeah. Why, why they yeah. haven't licensed it for film, I have no fucking clue, because it's a cash cow. Well, they it's may, because a- here recently... They did the thing where they connected everything. Modern Warfare and Black Ops. Black Ops is all the same universe. It's all going on. It's together now. Yeah. So there's plenty of storyline there. And I will say this, dude. Playing some of those campaigns, like that Black Ops campaign, it was almost like it was a movie. It was good. Some numbers, Mason. Yeah. But I I think the the best thing that they could do, though, is like, just let that the video game do it in there. Let it be well, the movie. Well, no, like let it exist as it is, and then just write other do stories. another story. Yeah, yeah. Because if they tried to recreate that, they'll fuck it up and make people mad. Yeah. Even though I think that like Black Ops, that campaign for Black Ops and one specifically is like one of the most well written intellectual like thrillers. thrillers yeah. It was. It good. is so fucking good, and the twist—you don't see it coming at all. Um, I don't. I think it would translate well on screen, but you're gonna have to get a hell of a writer. Which the guy that wrote the story was a hell of a fucking writer. Yeah. He wrote Man of Steel. He wrote fucking Dark Knight. You know, like all this shit. Well, it's like, hey, if if you want to see that story as a movie, then just play the fucking game. Yeah. You get Which to is play crazy. it. It's an interactive movie. That's kind of like a. If someone was like, I want to see Bioshock Infinite as a movie, it's like, no, 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 just play the game. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. In like, truth, yeah. Just play it. Yeah. You got to invest the time. You'll love it. It don't take that long. Yeah. You get sucked right in. What was that? That Call of Duty or that uh, Black Ops campaign was like, what, two, two and a half hours? It wasn't even, it was like. That that Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare. <laughs> One of them. It was real fucking short, you know, too short. Yeah. Um, no, nah, they could, and it's not like it's Halo or Gears of War or something like that, where it's very dependent on, on like following these characters yeah. in the story, and like you have to have these certain things to make it feel like a movie. Like it's a fucking war story. Yeah. It's like some some shady individuals doing shady shit and we're fucking America. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And also people from other fucking countries. Yeah. yeah. You know, like saving the world, you know, run the fucking planet. Yeah. yeah. Gunning people down and lighting cigars, dude. Yeah. No big deal. I just, I was wondering, you know, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. The story arc of price 
hunting down Makarov would make a great fucking movie. Yeah. I mean, it would. Yeah. Well, I mean, just like the fucking Black Ops shit would make a great movie, but we've already had that experience. What could they do to freshen it up as a visual media that's non-interactive? You know what I mean? Yeah, some other kind well, of like Cold War story with just a. Well, how do you how do you take something and call it Call of Duty when the idea is that the user is answering the Call of Duty and playing through the character? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, True. What is uh? Here's one thing I wanted to on this kind of same topic. Like, what's one uh video game property that you would like to see? Turned into a film. You there? Video video game property that you would like to see turned into a film. Oh man! Any anything from Mario to Call of Duty, Halo, Gears, well, like I'm anything. Man. Anything. Yeah. Anything. Hmm. It's Ooh. hard, ain't it? It is hard. Well, there's certain things they're already making. Oh, the well, Fallout series, yeah. yeah. Which, oh. Well, as far as like AAA title stories, I would like to see a movie or movies that tells the original Gears of War story. Yeah. Be cool. Covering Emergence Day up to up to you know Marcus taking out his mother on the island. Yeah. Did you, you know, they leaked a gear script several, several, several years ago. I remember. Did you, did you ever read that, Trav? Uh-uh. The first film, the the first like 15 or 20 minutes of it was going to be a, a cold open in the sense of like, it was going to be 15 or 20 minutes cold open and show the events of Emergence Day. Like, play it kind of play out over the course of the 15 you know 15 20 minutes so it was going to be 15, 20 minutes of the locust horde just rising the fuck up and fucking shit up yeah while there's like you know that chick would be talking over it wow and uh that was how they were going to open the film and then it was going to cut to uh showing like marcus being imprisoned and then them release like getting him out like halfway through the film and that was going to be the setup for the first film. And then it was going to branch out like the second, because the second game wasn't really all that standout-ish. You know what I mean? They go underground, they're fighting in the fucking locust tunnels, you know, all this other shit. But yeah. So they were going to kind of cut some of the chuffa out of the second game and put some of the stuff from the first game into the second game. And, you know, of course, the third movie would have introduced the Lambit and all that kind of shit. That would have been awesome. Yeah, because like they hint around about Emergence Day and all the shit that happened, and like Marcus's past and everything, but you never get any vi- uh, vi- visual representation of what happened. Uh, Starcraft would would make a great franchise oh, to make oh. into films. Speaking of Starcraft, um, Starcraft Two is ten years old or fifteen. Uh, what is it? Uh, what's 15? another one? I mean. It's already kind of, it's still technically in development hell, but I still wish a Halo movie could be conceived. 
Yeah. It might work something <laughs> out. That is a universe that screams make a movie out of me. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Now I'm talking top. You talk. I'm talking two hundred million dollar budget, full mm-hmm. blown effects. Movie, yeah. You know what I mean? Crispy. Check this out. God of War. Oh God. A damn, God of War dude. movie. Fight the Titans. That would be fucking nuts. Who plays Kratos? Um. And Diesel? No. Rock? You think they get the rock? No. I think you they get... should get an unknownish kind of, you know, don't go with somebody no. like that, because as soon as you pick the rock, you've already I... labeled the movie as probably not going to do well. No, you cast the, the father from us. The you know what dude. I'm saying? He was in Black Panther. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the, the big, yeah. tall, black guy. Yeah. You, you cast him. Voice. Have y'all seen the guy that does his voice? Yeah. 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 Um, his voice really I, sounds like that. <laughs> which is fucking crazy, right? But that's who I would cast as Kratos in that in that film version of it. Because he has, he's a great actor, first of all. So he got that down. Um, and I think he can pull the, the look. Because the looks that he gives in uh, Black Panther. Yeah. You know, those mean mugging kind of things. I even have I think, a, um, another one, and I think this would work better as a TV show, so like HBO or something like that. But uh, Elder Scrolls, they yeah. could kind of have like a like a Game of Thrones type, you know? Yeah. I make a TV show out of it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's a lot to work with there, and when you play the games, it's awesome. I mean, it's like well, if they like did, dragons if they did. And, if they did something similar to how they could like to how we want them to do. Uh, fallout yeah they could just establish this world but have just this person that just destiny lines up and they're going to be the the hero go on the hero's quest and you know yeah because there's a shit ton of lore to elder scrolls yeah yeah i mean that's and that video game movies have gotten better Oh, yeah. I mean, look at Sonic. Look at, you know, a lot of the things that's come out recently. So the possibilities are there. It's just, you think the studios are still scared of dumping money into video game properties? Well, it's whenever you do that, whenever you decide you're going to make a Sonic right here, dude, this happened. We're going to make a Sonic movie. It's like, all right. Trailer comes out. The internet was like, oh, hell no. Yeah. They had to go back <laughs> in every scene and change the way that Sonic looked. Yeah. And they did it. And it was great. Saved it. Yeah. Great movie. Didn't expect to like it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Sonic, Sonic, I think, demonstrates how films that are gonna use classic video game characters yeah ought to be like mario if you do mario kind of do it like zelda they need to be a pixar style they need to be a pixar style film i would love to see a zelda movie man yeah love it there's just certain things though when it's like grand theft auto it's like just play grand theft auto 5 dude it's a movie like Right. Just play the game. 
I think that you could take any of those Nintendo properties and make a decent enough movie out of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, Metroid, I would love a space bounty hunter fucking shit up, you know? Yeah. Um, Zelda. Zelda, an man. E- an epic oh. uh, fantasy. Like, what's well, better than that? You know, like Mario, it's cute, funny, and fun for the family. We'll you get our Mario saying? movie, dude. Oh, yeah. There, I, there's I, just I, no way... That they're gonna let that last that Mario movie that was released, that's not gonna be the only Mario movie in existence. No. Like they'll That movie is a silly goose time though. It is. It certainly is. So, well, do y'all wanna do some trailer trailer action here? Yeah, I just got my trailer station set up. See, I'm gonna go ahead and start pulling them up. I mean, we got several. Um, the several. ones that I put in there last night, these were movies that I came across that are available, okay. and I'd never heard of them, so I would pull the trailer up and look at it and be like, "Oh, okay." You know? Yeah. Stuff like that. Let me get my earpiece in. I feel like a news anchor. I'm gonna put my. What'd you say in the room? Yeah. (laughs) We're going to cut to Tanner Bradley and the failed Tanner. Hey, guys. Tanner here. I'm here with Tanner Bradley. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) I mean, how generic of a name can you get? It's perfect. No offense offense to any Tanner Bradleys out there listening right now. His full name is Tanner Scott Bradley, but. Uh, okay. It goes by Tanner. Tanner. What's up, guys? Tanner. Well, yeah, man. What's our first, uh, what's in line? First, we've got Fear, Fear City, New York versus the Mafia. Official trailer, Netflix. Long name. In the 70s, New York was owned by the mob. From the producers of Don't Fuck With Cats. That was the inside story. Is that what it says? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, dude. Because the story of the rise and fall of New York's most powerful mafia families and the end of the golden era of the mob. I hope Joey Diaz is in it. I know, right? Ready when y'all are. All right. Three, two, one, play. Fear City. It's a documentary? Oh, no. It is a documentary. That was Rudy Giuliani. Bend your leg and stuff it in your pocket. I like a good documentary, man. Right, check it out. They had the Gambinos in the middle. Going to jail. 
Netflix be killing it with these docs, man. Yeah. Didn't they do the McDonald's one? I think so. Tram, didn't you watch that? What? The one about the Monopoly money? Mm-hmm. Was good? Very. Yeah, I want to check that out. Was Netflix, right? Mm, one of the streaming I think services. It was, it was HBO, man. I think it was. It was called McMillions. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I remember watching the trailer on here, but I never I hadn't seen it yet. I need to watch it. That dude was propped up bleeding, smoking a cigar. Yeah. That's some gangster shit. I don't want to check it out. Didn't know it was a doc. Should probably include that in the... Idle. Yeah, for real, right? So this was released at Comic Con. Yeah. During Comic Con. I is, forgot all about this movie. This is on Kev Smith's personal fucking That's one personal real estate YouTube reviews. channel. Yeah. And we're subscribing. <laughs> I'm gonna subscribe too, yeah. Written by Kevin Smith and Andrew McElfresh. Not a real doctor. Kilroy. Yeah. <laughs> Kilroy was here. All right, hang on. I remember them, dude. They shot this movie, Travis, in 2018 in like, was it Canada or no, it was North Carolina? Yeah. Forgot all about it until this the trailer came up. It's like, oh yeah, I remember when they were yeah. working on this? I think he shot it what right before Jam Bob. Yeah. Yeah. I like Andy. And I Andrew McCalfresh was a writer on David Letterman? Or was it Leno? Was it Leno? Leno, yeah. Right. So that's where Kevin met him, and they do a podcast together called Edumacation. Yeah. Where Kevin asks dumb questions, and Andy's like a Jeff. Yeah, he's, he's your average anything. Jeff. Yeah. Y'all ready? Yes. Yeah. Three, two, one, play. Kilroy was here. This looks silly. Silly ghost, dude. Pretty cool decapitation scene in here. Vietnam gnawing on a, eating somebody's hand or something. <laughs> there we go. 
<laughs> he gets a bigger role this time. Yeah. The fuck was that? It's one of the kids, right? Little Chris Jericho action. Y'all know who Kilroy is, right? Yeah. That little drawing. Yeah. The Kilroy was in. When she goes in, there he is. When the, when she goes into that room, the little head was sitting there with the big nose. Dude, when they slice that motherfucker's head in half. Yeah. It looked pretty good. Yeah, it didn't look bad at all. I'm excited to check that out. I mean, I love Tusk. You know, yeah. I thought that it was fantastic. I I love Red, Red State. State. Oh man! So a little slasher action from Kev Smith. Count me fucking colored me purple. I'm sure he had something to do with some of the writing, but I kind of like that he's coming in. You know, doing somebody else's script. Like he's just he's going to direct it. But I'm sure he you know made some changes and yeah. But it's kind of cool. Uh, to... I bet. And Andy wrote the story. Yeah, he did and the he first probably, treatment. Well, and then Kev probably transcribed it into a script form, and kind of they worked on it together. Because you you can listen to that podcast where they were like going on and on about Kilroy. So you know, yeah, know. Here's a fucking show I'm excited for. Lovecraft Country. I think we get to see a fucking. Something, a, a fucking Kraken or, or a fucking Come Cthulhu or something. Yeah. Are y'all ready? I'm ready. You ready, Trav? Yup. Three, two, one, play. Mama, I'm just reading. Look at that shit. Yeah. Has that Candyman movie come out yet? I don't, I don't think, think it's out, so. is it? Yeah. Hello. Is that Ernie Hudson? I don't know. Look like him.
Whatever it is, it sounds big. I'm surrounded by monsters. Like, what's going on here? I don't know. Whoa. I'm in any hotel. August the 16th. It's like it's going to take place across different time periods centered around his family. Yeah, the two wars, they look completely different. Like he's been destined or something. He's he's a part of it. Yeah. It looks like one of the one of the minions of Cthulhu. Like, they look like him, but they're smaller. And that is a TV show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, Cthulhu is supposed to be, like, like, ridiculously big. Yeah. Like, world eater. Like, J.J. Yeah. was big? <laughs> when they brought him in, we're doing Cthulhu, man. We need you. <laughs> I'm excited about this next movie. I think it's a remake, right? There was a fugitive like the series. And then the one with Han Solo. Yeah. That's what I always think of when I Yeah. I hear Fugitive. But let's check it out. I'm ready. Ready, Trap? Yep. Three, two, one, play. Quibby. Quibby. They expect people to watch this on their phone. Whoa. Oh, he's going to be the badass. He's right at home here. Got to find the bomb, baby. And he walks away, un- like not hurt. It was someone that looks like him. Solon's in shape, next week uh, it looks good though it just sucks it's coming out on something that you can't really watch on TV you can't they they got they're working on it 
where you know you could stream it or something but right now you're you're like i guess you got to watch it on a tablet or a phone i don't even know if you can watch it on the pc i don't think so and that's not you know that's gonna hurt stuff man because like i don't know why like after um the Irishmen pulled the numbers and everything. They were like, I guess people like watching stuff on their phones. And it's like, mm, kids do. Yeah. But we tend to like watch it on the TV. We'll, we'll do a little Chromecast action there. Yeah. So they on, need man. to fix that app to where you can Chromecast it and download the app on a Fire Stick. Like that's their services yeah. going to go under if they don't. And they got some cool stuff on there. They got that Reno 911 shit. Yeah. They got that remake of The Princess Bride with all these, and those clips are fucking hilarious. Yeah, I still want to check that out. But I will say this. Because of the way you have to watch it. Nobody's watching it. It can't be pirated. Yeah. At all. Heard that from a little birdie. <laughs> you know? AKA the internet. Yeah. People are like, what the fuck? Which is probably what they were going for. It'd be really hard for them to steal it if they had kept to watch it on their phones and shit. You can screen cap your phone. Yeah, but the image is going to be... When you blow <laughs> it up on your... You know, whatever you're going to watch it on, like a 65-inch TV, it's going to look a little fuzzy. It's going to look like an old YouTube video. <laughs> but is it good enough to watch it that way? Mm. That's the question. <laughs> I'm ready when y'all are on this next one. Yeah, I'm excited about this. Truth Seeker, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost back at it again. Sci-fi series. All right, three, two, one, play. Up that wig. I like it. I know there's going to be some comedy here somewhere. Yeah. I'm just waiting on it. Right here. Yep. Is that Malcolm McDowell? It was. <coughs> I'm already in. Oh, are they like ghost hunters? Yeah. Kind of looks like Simon Pegg might be in it like a little bit. Yeah. But I'm down. Yeah. I'm good with it. Real estate's always down for a good pegging, you know? <laughs> Simon Pegg. Yeah, especially if Simon's involved, you know? Yeah. All right. Now, I've seen this trailer, guys. Have y'all watched I it? No, I haven't watched it, it yet. It shows so much more than the others. All right. You start to see what the movie's going to be here. Well, I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. All right, Bill and Ted 3. Face the music trailer two, three, two, one, play.
He's like the dad from Step Brothers. <laughs> and it's hard. Oh, my God. Look at this weapon room. Cool clock. <laughs> this is so funny. Every time I see this shit. <laughs> Oh, so the daughters, will they be the ones? See, they're going around recruiting everybody. Yeah. Can't believe this is happening. Did they go, Dads? That's what it kind of looks like. Like the daughters are the ones that's going to do the song that saves the world. Yeah. And they're just bumbling around. Yeah. <clears throat> I like how every time someone's like Bill and Ted, they put their arms out like, Yeah. Thugs, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Was it in the second Bill and Ted movie where they meet evil Bill and Ted? Mm, yeah. I think it was in the second one. The second one was like bigger and better than the. They definitely yeah. went big with this one. Yeah, they did. This guy said <laughs> background music for every trailer the past seven years. Ding. <laughs> Marvel and Hulu's. Hellstrom. That's I don't know. Looking. Yeah, the the picture for this, whenever I first saw it, had Ghost Rider. That's why I was I started googling because it was a news article and I found the trailer. So we'll see if actually Ghost Rider shows up. Y'all ready? Yes. Three. You ready, Trav? Yep. Three, two, one, play. Never heard of it. Comment said I didn't expect her voice to sound like that, so now I'm interested in what her voice is going to sound like. Whoa. It's possessed. There once was a girl.
Can't feed the beast, dude. He can beat the beast. Definitely looks dramatic. Oh. Alright. Alright, I'm gonna... I'm I know gonna, zero I'm backstory on... I'm gonna do a little Google flu here. I just don't know what that is. Marvel and Hulu. Damon and Anna Hellstrom are the son and daughter of a mysterious and powerful serial killer. The siblings have a complicated dynamic as they track down the terrorizing worst of humanity, each with their attitude and skills. Well. That's what IMDb has to say about it. Um, says that here that it is a... Upcoming uh, television series based on the Marvel Comics anti-heroes of the same name. It was produced by Marvel Television on Hulu. Um, let's see. In 2019, low, uh, in May 2019, it was reported that Marvel Television was producing a TV series Featuring Damon and Anna Hellstrom on Hulu. Paul, I ain't even going to attempt to pronounce his last name, would serve as showrunner and executive producer, while Jeff Loeb would also be executive producer. In August 2019, Loeb stated that Hellstrom, Ghost Rider, and other unannounced Hulu series would be labeled under the banner Adventure into Fear. 2019, it was reported that the series would be filming under the working title Omens and that production would start on October 7th, 2019. Filming was expected to last until February. So I'm guessing that maybe they'll use this series as a jumping-off point for um, Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider series. Hey, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Especially if we get a fucking Ghost Rider anything. Next, we've got The Rental. Now, I didn't realize this until I was reading the comments. I just put it in there last night because I ran across it. Got Allison Bree from Community. Yeah. Um, in the comments, someone said something about Dave Franco, and I was like, oh, wait. And I went and looked. So he wrote and directed this. Oh, really? James Franco's brother. Recently, I heard him on the uh, Dak Shepard podcast, and he was talking about making this movie. Yeah. The whole reason he was on there trying to promote it. And I didn't even realize that it was that movie until I was reading the comments. I saw there was an article earlier, because it's out now. Yeah, it's you out. Can, um, the, but there was an article earlier that said the rental is stealing the summer. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that it's doing very well. Trailer didn't look bad. Right. That's why I'm, I watched it. I was like, let me make sure. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, I'm interested. Let's I did see, out. like, you know, you've kind of seen this movie before just by watching the trailer. Yeah. But I'm interested. Are y'all ready? Let's do it. Great, Trav. The rental. 
Yeah. 2020, the rental. 2021, the payment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was in the comments. I'm ready. Did I count it down? No. Okay, I thought I did. I started playing it after I said the payment. Like, three, two, one, play. <laughs> I was going to say, watch the whole trailer. And y'all like, we're ready. This place is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah why is it so cheap? What's the cash? It's a rent. Look foreshadowing there. Oh, we got some drugs. Awesome, Bree, though. Yeah. There was dirt on the bed like someone was standing on it. Look at this shit. That's for sure a camera. There's this one tracking shot in a minute where this woman goes out on the back porch. It's pretty cool. The way the camera follows her. Right here. Watch it track all the way through the house. Woo! Oh, that's cool. But here's the problem. The first time some weird shit happened, they didn't leave. Yeah. Just leave. We won't get our deposit back. <laughs> you ain't gonna get shit back if you're dead, bitch. Yeah. So. You know how people are about that deposit, though? Some people would rather die <laughs> than not get that deposit back. We got a slasher horror here. Open 24 hours. The guy said, if he uses hammers, is it a slasher still or a smasher? Asking the real question. <laughs> Y'all ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, play. Let's say deer processing. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, you could cut this trailer into that other one. Pickled eggs. Looks like a little mom and pa gas station, dude.
I bet that's her boyfriend. That's him. I'm not crazy. Just a little unwell. What's that guy? It's like a redo of Urban Legend. Yeah. He looks fucked up, man. His eyes all fucked up and shit. A lot of craziness going on. Ugh. Man, it looks like a fucking slasher film. Or a smasher film, my bad. Next we have a war action thriller, The Resistance Fighter. This movie is a banger. Someone in the comments said they finished watching, just finished watching that movie. They needed somebody to explain the ending, but the acting was top notch and they loved the fucking gore. It says here, the resistance fighter, the incredible true story of the Polish James Bond. This is out. When I ran across, it's out. Okay. I'm ready. Let me leave my comment. Chime in. All right, three, two, one, play. A lot of resistance. It is a crime to go against the Fleurer. <laughs> they definitely all look German. <clears throat> Oh. Is this based on a real person? Yeah, credible true story. You must ensure the survival of the Polish sausage. The pepper and the onion was but a later addition to the sausage. Where is the sheepskin? The casing? Yeah, like, yeah. where's the sheep intestines? Uh, nine! You know? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it still looks fun. It's like a good movie. Yeah, it looks all right. He's the Polish James Bond, though. Now we got Chibs. The training hero. Some, training someone to be a a fighter. Who? What'd you call him? Chibs. <laughs> Sons of Anarchy. Oh. 
That's just where I remember him from. Blowback. Total blowback. This is what happened if it, when he's trying to com- like get the blowback for the blowback ready. It's got a little blood sport vibe to it. Yeah. Blowback the movie. Heard that. Y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah. Three, two, one, play. Don't forget mom's spaghetti, boy. It looks like that scene. Mom's spaghetti. Knees, weak, arms, head. He's sending him to America. There, you will train to fight. You will start with Greco-Roman wrestling. Oh. We've seen this trailer, I think. Yeah, it looks familiar. Yeah, so he starts fighting. And dude becomes his trainer. That one dude's big, man. Yeah. You don't want to know. Is that Ramstein? It is. Right? Nine. Mm-mm. Oh, that's the motherfucker right there. That's the guy that's gonna kill his buddy. See, his buddy. It's a blood sport. His buddy gets fucked up and he comes back and kicks it's ass. Blood sport meets karate kid. Yeah, meets your parents got picked up on a plane because they were wearing a burka. You know. He's not even American. Well, they sent him to America. I'm real excited about this next trailer. Oh, man. <laughs> Y'all see what I put under it? Yeah. I'm not serious with this one, okay? I didn't watch oh, this man. and go, oh, my God, I have to see this movie. It's got fucking Omar Epps and yeah, uh, Neil Long in it, dude. Just I imagine. I imagine R&B music all the way through. This shit looks so ridiculous, dude. I'm excited. Y'all ready? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one, play. In a cheesy kind of way. Mm. Of course it was a mistake. They wouldn't be no film. Hey, baby. Oh. We should catch up. They're going to fuck. Ooh. Oh, here we go. Use the R&B. My body. My body. Mm-hmm. See, what had happened was... Here they go. 
Hell yeah. Can't do it. She can't do it. He's like, I got my dick out. Yeah. I almost cheated on you. Bitch, they're going to be a us. Watch this. Uh oh. Crazy boyfriend. Look at him. You going to date me, bitch? <laughs> We're meant to be together. It's like Stan, dude. Hope your conscience eats at you and you can't sleep without me. Dude, he cut that cop's throat. That's how yeah. hooked he is. He didn't there's even this, get it. There's this song. I think he did. They had a little thing back in the day. See, why didn't he go crazy then? He's the one that got away, dude. There's this yeah. song called Pussy Got Me Hooked. Yeah. And that should play at the end. I mean, does Pussy Got Him Hooked, though? I mean. <laughs> I mean, she, she, this is the thing. I want to analyze this. What was she in? She's hot, dude. I don't know. But they knew each other 20 years prior. In that yeah. time, she has, she was married, married, or she is married. She's had a kid, mm. right? Uh, and moved on with her life yep. and all this stuff, right? He hasn't had that JJ in 20 years. Yeah, that's how good it was, dude. And he still is like thirsty. Yeah. He's thirsty, dude. <laughs> Usually it's all the way around. <laughs> <laughs> For me it is anyway. <laughs> <laughs> do I need to cite references? Alright, I'm ready. Don't do that. <laughs> no evidence. So we got a Aguirre? How how do you pronounce that, Trav? I'm going with a choir. Choir? Wrath, Wrath of God, oh. newly remastered on Blu-ray. Jerry? Is, uh, Jerry Choir? So, mm. it's a Warner Herzog film. Oh. But uh, just a random, uh, just a, a random old film is a not. Now, is this the remastered trailer? Don't know. I hope not. I hope we see it in all its glory. But uh, ready when y'all are. Hang on, I'm code red. <laughs> Adam's got to get his. Uh, oh, I found it! I found it. Google Translator. Oh, I found it. <laughs> I pulled my my earbud out, and it pulled the little earplug thing off. Oh, that's. And I thought I lost it, but I found it. Let me put it back on. I'm always afraid it's gonna come off inside my ear be stuck in there yeah i gotta get the dog to like, get it out for me i'm like get it out the dog's like trying yeah. to stick his little claw in yeah. there you're like easy bitch i got eardrums did i do my comment yeah y'all ready yeah yeah three two one play 
It's the medieval version of Deliverance. <laughs> These are some like really pretty shots. Yeah. I'm getting a damn. Are they are they Spanish? No one expects the Spanish Inquisition. Well, their hat just said, screams. Yeah. Oh. I think I've I've read some shit about this movie, y'all. It was really hard to get it made. Yeah. And uh, the actor, that main guy, the big guys, they had to like hunker down and like to get it made. Like it was hard. I mean, they're on location. Yeah. I want to say it's that movie because when I was watching someone break it down, it was it was that guy. And there was just a lot of problems on set. I think that's it. Last trailer. Happy, happy, joy, joy, the Wren and Stimpy story. Oh, here's the thing, guys. When I was a kid... I grew up on some motherfucking Randy Stimpy, y'all. Like, yeah, that was same. my shit. Beavis and Butthead, Randy Stimpy. Yeah, loved it. And I had Snoop. a Stimpy doll. And I was one of those kids that I like to know how shit works. Right. And when you would squeeze him, he would fart. And I wanted to know how. But one day, I operated on him, cut him open. There's a fucking whoopee cushion inside. You did a little stampy surgery? Yeah. Oh, he was fucked after that, dude. I I, I flipped him over and went right up his back. I don't oh, know why shit. I thought. I, I didn't think in my head that once I find out why, he'll be fine. It happens, though, man. You know? I did it, dude. I just had to know. Yeah. And I played with that whoopee cushion for years. You're like, this is all I got left to stampy. Mm-hmm. That's the stampy whoopee cushion. And it was one of those that would, when you would squeeze it, would refill itself. It had the foam in it. The Yeah. But anyway. Y'all ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Three, two, one, play. I'm down for this. Nobody's going to be able to say it, because, look... Whoa. Oh, God. Bobby Lee? Tiger Billy himself? And he's the only one that has an explanation? Yeah. Whoa. Outer <laughs> <laughs> Toast Man. <laughs> it was, but 
<laughs> Don't pee on the electric fence. Oh, that's core. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Keep watching, you know? It was hilarious. What a great show. It says the feature the feature documentary explores the rise and fall of the groundbreaking animated series Ren and Stampy and its controversial creator. John I don't I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Is it Italian? I don't know what it is. It's a name. Definitely that. So that's all the trailers, guys. Oh, what are yeah. we going to uh what are we gonna watch next well, we're, week? We're at the end. By the time we hit next week, we're gonna be in uh August. Yeah. What do we want to watch? I mean, what uh, what are y'all feeling? I mean, we can stick with the sci-fi, or we can do something a little different. I don't know, man. That coma movie's out. Um. Anything else? That that might not be. A bad adventure. Let's see what the score looks like. Which we all know we can't go by that. For what? Coma. Remember that trailer we watched? Yeah. Like when the when you go in a coma, you're in this world and you can't wake up. And there's like this fucking coma demon trying to wake you up. It's a foreign. But it is out. That's just one. I'm just throwing that out there. I saw it on the list. Um, um You know what I kind of want to watch? Dead Dicks. What? Dead Dicks. Mm. All right. It's a movie. Mm. I just saw it on the um, we talked talked about it a little bit earlier. There's two that's popping out here. I'm looking at the list. Um, all right. First is uh, Children of Men. Mm-hmm. We talked about that one a little bit earlier. Yep. Or Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Watch them both. In one week? I won't do them in the same week, but we can come in, you know. Yeah. Because they're both worth watching. Yeah. Confessions I wouldn't mind of... seeing fucking children of men. That's... Yeah. It's been a minute since I've watched it. What, uh, what are you thinking, Trav? Those are just some suggestions, you know. Hmm. I don't know, man. Like, kind of like the sci-fi group we're on, but at the same time, I mean, it's always the problem. What do we watch next? Well, 
I had this idea that I threw towards Adam a couple of days ago. Um, what if we do a Terry Gillum month? If we yeah. do it, y'all gotta watch that movie with fucking Dr. King Schultz in it. Zero Theorem? Yeah, because I don't think either one of y'all have seen that yet. Oh, right? I, I, I've actually went on to watch You that. watched it? Okay. Yeah. Good movie. Strange yeah. movie. Strange. Um, to keep things in the vein of sci-fi, though, I propose either uh, we watch The Matrix or Dark City. Well, you know, we had another movie written down. And it was actually a movie which, that you picked. Which one? Event Horizon. Which was yeah. also a movie we mentioned earlier that turned into a classic over time. Yeah. We can watch them all. Yeah. Not at the same time, but um, they're all good picks. I don't want to yeah. be the one to pick because I'm that person that's like, where you want to eat? And they're like, don't matter. I'm like, mm-mm. Better pick. Um, I mean, shit. I'm I'm cool with anything because I all these movies I want to watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it sucks that we don't get like our job should be watching a movie a day and reviewing it. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. But, it, but unfortunately it's not because that would be fucking too legit. You know? Quit. Yeah. You think, let me ask you all this. If, if someone was like, look, we've heard the podcast. We love it. We're going to give each one of you, um, $80,000 a year. Down. But five days a week, you got to watch a movie. Talk about it. I could do one every day. I mean, I could wake up, watch the movie early, and then go live later and do it. And not get burnt out on watching the movie? Not get burnt out. I mean, dude. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) I know. As a job, 80K a year? Yeah. I only got to do it five, Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. Got weekends off. Weekends dude, off. Here's the thing. You watch the movie in the morning. You could even watch it the night before. Yeah. Which would probably be what I just watch it that night before. And But you go and do a podcast last, what, two hours? That's yeah. usually what we come in at now. An hour, two hours, 25 minutes. After that, your day is smooth sailing. Like, yeah. do whatever you want to do. Well, I mean, and if if we did an episode every day, there wouldn't be movie news. Mm-mm. I mean, we would just cover it as it, it came up. It would be shorter. Or, yeah. We covered it in real time. Yeah, as it's happening, yeah. So if anybody out there wants to sponsor... <laughs> yeah, right. So 80000 80, a year times three, you know? Yeah, it ain't that much. And we'll even go to the theater for that, you we'll know? We'll give you uh, access to our Patreon where we review porn parodies. <laughs> That's part of our Patreon. That's the best part of the Patreon, though. We do commentary on porn parody. <laughs> that you can download and link up with any porn parody you've seen, like Dead yeah. or And and we or, like or uh, or or you know Repenetrator. Yeah. And that's uh. Has anybody ever done commentary for porn? 
now I'm curious. <laughs> we do. We That's do why we do it on our Patreon. Commentary. I'm Patreon down. is next level. Also, next check level. out MeUndies. Go to MeUndies slash real estate and use the code contingency88. <laughs> Spell that for them. And you will save. How much are you them? Cents. 88, 88 cents. cents? That ain't even worth and it, man. free shipping, dude. All right, you get free shipping. And 88 cents off and your And it order. comes with a little movie reel sticker. No, the movie reel is printed on the underwear. It's right Ooh. where your dick is. Yeah. Or, your, or for the and ladies. It, it looks right like the reel's ass. unraveling to the little opening. Yeah, so you can stick your dick through yeah. the <laughs> for the films. Check there. out this yeah. reel. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with it. We got to pick a movie. You want to go just Event Horizon and go from there? That's Trav's pick. That's one that he added to the list, and that's on him. Fine by me. That's one of his picks, and I haven't seen it in a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. So watching it again will be great. Yeah. Well, I I wonder what Marina's going to think about it. She liked this one. Yeah. But she said that she's like, I like the sci-fi movies. She likes space. Yeah. Yeah. Space is awesome. This got Sam Neill in it. Lawrence Fishburne. I know how to you change her opinion real quick by making her watch Jupiter Ascending. Or what's that other one? With Tom Hanks. Oh, Uh, Cloud Atlas. Ooh. Apparently you're not smart enough if you don't like that movie. That's what somebody said to me one time. Like, wow, it's not for dumb people. And I was like, hey. So, um, are they gonna like when we review that movie? Are they gonna review it with us? Cloud so can roll. Yeah, I'm not watch that movie. <laughs> I'm not. We'll Have you seen movie. it? No. You wouldn't want to watch it again. Travis, have you seen it? Yeah. You don't want to watch it again, do you? No. <laughs> it's bad, dude. It's real bad. They tried. There was just too much going on, man. Here's like, what here's what aggravates me. Cloud Atlas is a fucking badass idea. Great idea. There are some really badass shots in this movie. The execution was terrible. Man. But the crawl to each one of these moments is terrible. so excruciating, Griffin. You should watch it just so you can get it under your belt, though. He's gonna make us watch it. I mean, I would I suffer. I would suffer for it just to hear a good old Griffin. fashioned. What Griffin if we bash. watch it though, and Griffin likes it? I, I would. I would still want to hear why he liked it. I would be because I feel like this movie would send you in the trajectory of either you just can't get enough of it, or you're just like. Here's my problem with the movie. Right. Because here's what I've learned. When you go, here's my problem, I'm ready to bust out the popcorn. Because you're about to fucking be like, here's the deal. Yeah. Now. And it's usually fairly accurate, I would say. I didn't know this about Event Horizon because it came out in 1997. Paul Anderson directed it. You know, Resident Evil, Mortal Kombat. The new Monster Hunter movie. Hmm. Didn't know he directed that. No. I think Monster Hunter is going to be the guilty pleasure of 2020. 
Is it dropping in 2020? It's supposed to drop later this year, in a couple months, actually. I don't know, man. If those theaters aren't open, though, it'll be... I just, I feel like when it does drop, it's going to be a guilty pleasure that everyone likes, but it's yeah. going to say that, that it sucks. Like a Transformer movie or something. Yeah, I'm calling yeah. it on that. I think yeah, it's going to be you like... kind of feel it coming. Like Everyone low-key is going to enjoy what they see. <laughs> but they're going to be like... Whenever they're talking, to it's, it's like well, a moped, I mean, dude. Well, it's fun. On that's a ride, the thing but about you don't those, want your friends to see you do well, it. You know, that's how Resident Evil is. Low key, Kinda, you yeah. would watch any of them probably, but you ain't gonna talk about how much you liked it. Even though the first Resident Evil will always be yeah, in, in my book. Solid. They just they did too many. I don't even think I saw the last one. Came out like a year ago. I'm just kidding. I found like a cheap box set of all of them except oh. the very fucking last one. Yeah, I paid the, like, the newest one. I, I think I paid like three dollars for it. Hey, I was like, man, that's, dude, worth, that's it worth it for all that shit, that's, you know? Yeah. It's like a five. I think it was like the five movie collection or something. Five of them, you know. Yeah. Event Horizon. It's been a minute, guys. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm gonna say last time I watched it was probably 2005, 2006. I haven't watched this movie since I was a kid, so I don't remember it. So I'm excited for the rewatch, the the first time yeah. rewind. Watch it for the first time again. Yeah. Let me drop it's... this on you, since you don't remember it. Is it a picture? Yeah. General. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I don't know if y'all saw that too. I dropped earlier that Modern Warfare. It was like a short film somebody made in Spain, seven minutes long. That's cool. Yeah, I'm like, Activision gonna sue somebody. No. Called Sunrise. What if it was called Sunshine and it's literally the plot? Oh, of sunshine. sunshine. It's got price <laughs> in it. It's got price in it. Oh my god! I did hear. Um, this week I, I've been going deep down this Disney rabbit hole. Yeah. Catherine Kennedy has already been fired guys. They're just waiting. It's, it's already happened. She's as good as gone. Bet. Good. Bet. They just got to wait for the right time to tell people. And it's not while Comic Con's going on. Now is the right time. Yeah. Well, there's supposed to be a a Star Wars like a Star Wars panel that comes out later this year, mm-hmm. and the rumor is that that's when all of the the, the announcements uh, that uh, that we've been seeing rumors we're gonna hand on. over the bus keys. That's when that's yeah. when all that's going to be announced. I think. Um, I don't know if you've read into it, Griffin, but there is also a rumor that possibly George Lucas is coming back to yeah. Lucasfilm. They're they're yeah, they're offering him. Uh, I was talking to Griffin about that. Um a few nights they were offering him, big bucks. You tell him about the do you tell him the, the four hour the cut four, or the four uh where he cut the, the four, movie? No, the four things that he's like, these are the stipulations for me to come back. Yeah, they'll let him do it. 
what well, I was what I was talking to Griffin about was the fact that he cut the movie. Yeah. He he's got a cut that we'll probably end uh, up seeing at some point. The stipulations though, Griffin, were that creative uh, control. He, full creative control and and it's and he and it only leaves his hands at his choosing. Okay. It's, it's their money. He decides Kennedy's gone. He's gone, dude. Uh he gets to make his sequel trilogy. Favreau's cool. He likes Favreau. And the fourth and final one is that the original three Star Wars films are to never be fucked with. Yeah. Ever. They, they've been changing shit. And supposedly their response to that was, so when do you start? Yeah. Yeah. I want to see his cut of that movie because, you know, in the in the article it talked about we had our fi- we had our big scene where Luke, Leia, and Han got together and fucking defeated somebody. And we didn't get that. Yeah. But it was in his movie. That's why when Mark Hamill came out and was like, it's a movie. <laughs> what can I say? You know? Yeah. He knew about the other cut. He had seen it. Well, but he knew the they were going they, with this cut and he was not happy yeah. with it. One of the scenes that they, that they kept out too, was that in, in that reunion, uh, it was the scene where Kylo meets Han yeah. Well, if you remember in Rise of Skywalker, there's that moment where Leia just lays down and dies. Yeah. Well, they ride it into where she pulls a Luke from Last Jedi, and she force projects to Han and Kylo to help turn Kylo back to the light side, and then yeah. Luke shows up as well. And we have just a, a goodbye moment. Uh, from, oh, but oh, at least a good. But we have. Now. But we have all three of them on screen, which was something the sequel trilogy failed to do. Right. Shit. But it's happening. And apparently this cut exists. Yeah. I heard it was four hours, dude. I mean, I'd watch it, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. There's no... It's the, it's the last chapter in the Skywalker movies. People... I would expect... You could have told me it was a six-hour cut, and I'd That's been like, thing, hell man. yeah. People in Hollywood got to realize they're like, people don't want to sit in the theater too long. Or they, well, you watch it in the theater one time and then you can take it home and watch it. And we're all right with long cuts. Let's get over the whole. Don't fucking sit in the theater if it's something to give a fuck about. Yeah. Let's get over the whole people don't want long movie shit. That's, we want it. We binge watch a season in a day on Netflix. Well, I mean, well, that's the thing. It's like eight hours. Apply it where it works. Yeah, don't make if it, it long just a, to make it long. If it's, but... a, if, it's a, if it's a blockbuster that could have a lot of set pieces that takes place across... Like like with these Marvel films, they could go on really long if they truly wanted to. Like Endgame could have been even longer. We could It could have been a snail's crawl to that Thanos fight. Been it would have still, still been a fucking payoff. But that was something I read in the, during the week that I was like, oh, because as you know, we've been on that fucking bus for a minute. Yeah, for real. Fire her. She's got to go. But yeah, I'm excited to watch Event Horizon, guys. It's It's been a while. Yeah, I don't remember how that movie plays out. That's how long it's been. Yeah, it's been a long time. All I know now is Sam Neill gets the fuck scratched out of him. Yeah. 
That I don't even. I think that's some kind of like. I don't even have. I don't even know. I mean, but yeah, keep it real, guys. That's why. Wash your fucking hands. <laughs>